For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. All right, here we go in three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast. We're live at SWATA 2023, where I have Bree Alexander and Joseph Eberhardt. We're going to be talking about the Career Advancement Committee. Uh, this episode is sponsored by the San Antonio Sports Medicine Group. So my friend Sean Reedy does a fantastic job out there in San, San Antonio, bringing up the level of sports medicine. So check them out. Again, we're live at SWATA 2023. We're in the exhibit hall. Uh, we would love for you to come join us, meet us here, or uh, there's been talks about me possibly doing this in 2024 when we are in Little Rock, Arkansas. So check it out. We would love to join you there. But Joseph is going to be talking to Bree about the Career Advancement Center. So Joseph, welcome back. Bree, welcome to it for the very first time. Thank you. Make sure that you pick up a sticker. I have some shirts in the deal over here for you because okay. this says I have been on the Sports Medicine Broadcast. So if you have a shirt or a, shirt or a hat or something like that, make sure you pick that up as well. So Joseph... You got it. Hello, hello, uh, listeners. Uh, some of y'all met me at the Sports Med Update, but my name is Joseph Eberhardt. I am the SWATA District 6 member at large. That's a directed uh, voting member of the executive board at SWATA that's elected by you, the members. So uh, thank you, Jeremy, for having the opportunity. Uh, one of the roles as my member at large is to serve as a executive board liaison. So my job is to guide, provide aid, and assist our amazing committee and committee chairs. We have a uh, well-decorated committee chair in uh, Brie Alexander with our Career Advancement Committee. I'm going to kind of give her an open mic to talk about the committee, the goals of that, and we'll we'll see where the conversation goes because that's the organic way to do it. Am I right? Hey, that works for me. Well, first, before I introduce myself, I definitely want to say thank you to Joseph, who is our executive board liaison. It definitely helps having a liaison is that is as involved as he is. So thank you a ton for being there to support us through all of this. Uh, for those listening, my name is Brelisha Alexander. Some people call me Bree. I am the Career Advancement Committee Chair. And basically, um, we used to have the Young Professionals Committee, mm -hmm. and it was split into Early Professionals Committee and Career Advancement Committee. So we could all understand what young professionals are supposed to do, but when the committees were split, it's like, okay, we have two different yeah, committees. Yeah, a real limbo point. Yeah, like we have to figure out something different to do. So for us being career advancement, we understand that we've been in the profession now between seven to 12 years. That's for our committee. EPC is one to six. And since we've had at least seven years of experience, we feel like we should have some information to give somebody, right? Agreed. Especially the younger generation. So what better way to serve the mission of our committee, which is to inform, to help with career advancement, than to give away the knowledge that we currently have? So one of the goals for my committee, which I made a charge to them, was that everyone in the Career Advancement Committee will present at SWATA. So that's our hill to die on. And so I will say everyone on my committee had um, professional presentations that were accepted and were able to present this week. And then I'm blessed to be able to present with my mentor, Winnie Skrbonik, during the student section. So Super excited about seeing CAC all over the program, yes. seeing us being super Huge involved. We're also doing a scavenger hunt, so if you see us, please come scan the QR code. We'll have prizes tomorrow. So just trying to get everyone networking, growing their careers, and giving them the tools that they need to do so. Well, that is awesome. A little food for thought for the listeners. The program committee is involved with our convention committee here at SWATA. 
and those reports are turned in months in advance. They're reviewed. They're analyzed. They're asked a bunch of questions. This is not a reach out email and to say, hey, I want to present. There has to be research. There has to be long um, I don't like the word dissertation. That gives it a yeah. real long link. But it's definitely not your one paragraph. Th th yeah. This is a lot of effort. And the fact that this committee has multiple members, not while well, it is every member, but multiple members in general is a huge achievement that uh, definitely needs to be commemorated and applauded. Yeah, and then sure. on top of that, they're filling their time in the student session, which is totally separate. And the fun fact, you know, uh, some of y'all may remember in our EB in the EBP and CEU days, the, the speakers get CEU credit. There's no CEU credit for the students. So that's even more volunteerism that these amazing people are taking time out of their time to go ahead and benefit and grow. So like this morning, one of the things that I'll give you all a highlight, we did a resume workshop oh, yeah. with those students and they're, they're such amazing sponges. We, we talked about some of the highlights, uh, career advancement. We talk about what we're bringing to the table, how we are more mature and more adulting. Can we highlight what those might be that we need to advance and so, why y'all are more equipped to advance? Well, the first thing I would say that probably every athletic trainer will say they need to advance is our pay, correct? Mm -hmm. So giving you the tools on how to approach your boss, what are some good questions to ask, what are some good school districts or schools, or depending on your setting, what are some lateral situations where you could get salary and then use that for your advantage? So how much is some the person next door paying, and what does that pay look like? Okay, what are their responsibilities? You need to know all those things. What are you doing? Learn how to advocate for yourself. Hey, most bosses with athletic trainers are like, oh, you know what you're doing. You know how to do the job, right? So they kind of leave you alone. But we want them to know the exact things you're doing, how many people you're helping. It's not just always the athlete. Sometimes a custodian needs an injury looked at. The principal needs help getting into the doctor, and we tend to be those people. Another thing that we can advance with our is our careers. So not everyone wants to be the head athletic trainer at a high school. Some people may want to be a physician extender. Yes. Some people may want to work in the industrial setting. So what does that look like? How do you need to form your resume? You know, what does your cover letter need to look like? What needs to be included in that? What are some certifications you could get to do so? And then another way you can advance your career is, I don't like to say work-life balance, but we'll just say life balance in general. So mm -hmm. for someone... Advancing your career may be a middle school position at a high school where you're only working 40 hours a week. Yes. So, you know, just what is that perception? What is career advancement to you? And everyone will have a different explanation of that. Yes, and that, that is perfect. Now, not, not to put you on the spot, Bree, so if, let's say we have listeners, we have members of SWATA and ATA mm -hmm. uh, that need some of that career advancement counseling. Y'all are the people that could assist them. They can bring you ideas. Is there a form of contact? Do y'all have a social media that they can reach out to? Yes, we do have our social media. So if you see me with the scan code, I have all of our social medias listed at the bottom Perfect. of the scan code. Sorry, I do not have them memorized. No, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Bad chair, bad chair. But, <laughs> <laughs> but please look up the Career Advancement Committee. I'm pretty sure you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter. Also, um, feel free to contact me. So my email is my first name dot my last name at bswhealth.org. I can spell that for you. Sorry, it's long. It's <laughs> B-R-E-L-A-Y-S-H-I-A dot Alexander at bswhealth.org. Or if you just put Brelacia in the search engine of Facebook, I promise you I'm the only one that comes up. So <laughs> She's not lying there. I will, I will agree with that. Uh, and I, I mean, and if y'all need any connection, I, I've spent my my social my personal social media. I can work on getting y'all connected. That's ATC underscore Mojo, uh, tw twenty fifteen. 
Uh, so if you need that, I can go ahead and be a facilitator for that. I'm more than willing. The Career Advancement is a young young committee in the realm of NATA, but it's a special yeah. committee with this very specific charge that can benefit our members. As, as an EPC person myself, I will admit that uh, career advancements is vastly important in learning this whenever you can, whether you are young, you are seasoned, you are you are in between, wherever it may be, we can all advance and improve. So mm-hmm. one more round of applause for this amazing committee, and I hope you all come out and say hi to us here at SWATA. So. Yes, please do. Awesome, awesome. Well, back to you, Jeremy. That's all we got? That's all we got. Fantastic. That's what I got. You got? Nope, we're good. Be involved Lacey, in your organizations. Lacey, do you have any uh, any other questions, anything we need to ask? All right, so uh, I know we were talking about the career advancement. So let's tell just a little bit of your athletic trainer story. Okay. Where did you first get introduced to athletic training, Bree? Okay. All right. So, funny story. So, if you ever meet me, you'll probably be really surprised, but I was a cheerleader in high school. Go team, right? So, (laughs) my senior year, I tried out for the team and unfortunately didn't make it and swore my life was over. You know, can you imagine prima donna, middle school, I'm not middle school, teenage kid. But anyway, I was also in the band. I love band, but I did not want to be in the band section at the football game. So, you go from the sideline to now in the stands. No, thank you. And I did remember that there was an athletic training program. Obviously, we would cheer right by them. And I was like, you know, I'm interested in medicine. I love sports. Let me just go and talk with them and kind of see, you know, if they're accepting new people. And so I went by and I talked with Winnie Skrbonik, who I mentioned earlier, who's my mentor. And she was just like, okay, if you're interested, just come back tomorrow and we'll start teaching you how to tape an ankle. So that was like the middle of my junior year. So I would go there every day from after spring break till the end of the year, and I perfected taping an ankle, taping wrists, and thought I was really doing something. You thought I knew everything about athletic training, obviously, until I actually went into a program. Um, did it my senior year, loved it, and it seemed to be something that was very natural for me. And so I was like, man, okay, so college. Do I want to be a biology major, or do I want to actually enjoy college and make memories? And I was like, you know, you're only young once. And I want to do something that I feel like I'm passionate about, but also can have fun. It won't just go to school, go to work, and just be done. So I went to Texas State University, eat them up cats, and um, I applied for the program and got in the first round. And I graduated from there. And then after that, I moved back home, worked for Temple ISD as a middle school athletic trainer and teacher. And I did that for three years. So I might get in trouble, but anybody that's listening, if you are taking a high school or middle school job, do not accept a teaching position. (laughs) Don't do it unless you're teaching like one class. So my schedule was all day teaching and then athletic training afterwards at two different campuses. No, thank you. So I learned quick, not the job for me. Also, middle school kids, they're cool on the field, but in a classroom setting with Mm. those Hormones raging, smelling themselves, just trying to figure out their life. I was just not the person, right? So I was like, okay, I don't want to be that teacher that, like, ruins a kid because I'm just like, who are you talking to? Like, I am an adult. Like, there was just – it was just a different experience. So because of that, I was like, after year three, I was like, okay, God, I can't (laughs) – I can't do this anymore. And so one of my friends actually that lived in Houston, um, I know uh, Bob Marley sends out this email about jobs, just not only in the area of Houston but around the state of Texas. All over, yep. And she was like, hey, since you won't move to Houston with me, um, the least you could do is look at this job in your area since you're so unhappy. And it was a job with a company called Sports Care USA. So I applied there and I actually got the job. So I started that in 2016. I stayed there until the contract ended with the hospital um, in 2022. And then I was blessed to have my doctors fight for me. And I worked a year where I'm currently at um, with the hospital so far, doing the same position just as a Scott & White employee 
And then I just accepted a position last week to be a physician liaison. So which my athletic training career and education and experience helped me get the job that I have now. Well, that I'll be starting. So definitely passionate about athletic training. Um, definitely want to push involvement. I'm involved locally, regionally, and nationally. The more you know, the more you understand what's going on in the profession and understand why certain decisions are being made. If you're not involved, you don't know, and it's real easy to kind of listen to the negativity or things that other people may say. So if you want to know what's going on in your district, you want to know what's going on locally and nationally, you got to get involved. And it's kind of like with your job. You don't want to just go to work and come home, and then there's budget cuts that come, and your job is in jeopardy, and you knew nothing about it. You don't want to be in that situation. So, And we definitely have to push for the next generation as well. As we know, most of the younger athletic trainers coming out, they're leaving in three to five years. So what can we do to capture them and really get them to love this profession as much as we do and stay in it a little longer? So, yeah, that's my two cents. Bree, you, you brought up a great point that, that uh, I, I reluctantly forgot. Please elaborate for the listeners your role with TSATA. So um, I am the regional rep for Region 7 with TSATA. So I basically represent that area. So one of the things we recently did, we passed House Bill 2512. So Huge big win, big win for athletic trainers. And so a lot of people are like, well, what does the bill actually do for me? It is opening up jobs. It's yes. no longer we can only treat athletes. This is now for the physically active community. So those that are industrial settings, it has now expanded your scope. Those that are any type of setting, it now has expanded our scope. We're able to do more with the fire department, police departments. Like, it's just opened up so many doors, and I don't think people realize that. And it was a lot of work. Big shout-out to Dennis Hart and Randy Matthews and um, Ryan Pena. I don't want to leave out anybody. Uh, Spanky Stevens, just basically the whole TSATA board. It really took a group effort. And those that are listening today, if you pay your dues to TSATA, you played a role in this bill passing because, as we know, things cost money. Lobbyists cost money. And we have, if not the top, the second top lobbyist with Hilco. So your money is going directly into things that directly affect our profession. So on that regard, for a little food for thought or question mm -hmm. to, to you to be proposed, as CAC and mm -hmm. these board liaisons, and the mm -hmm. question of what's next for TSATA. What mm -hmm. we're going to get on uh, Joseph Eberhardt's very specific soapbox uh, <laughs> is uh, my question is, is that my opinion, my next thought is we need to lobby and communicate with the T TEA mm -hmm. to get us into the realm of a, a, to be essential and not mm -hmm. be forced and pinholed into these teacher contracts to be respected and looked at like the librarians and like the nurses that I don't have all these other duties as assigned or you are adding the athletic training stipend with a full teaching load and those type of things. Mm -hmm. So while I am not uh, an expert into our local area, that I am able to speak my opinion in my role as a regional mm -hmm. rep, but from me, having that state perspective and with mm -hmm. career advancement, I think that's a nice next solid step. You spoke about the teaching and how that was a troublesome for you. So the career advancement is to isolate ourselves as specialists. Mm -hmm. Do you see that reasonable? What do you see the next step are? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have all the answers, I totally understand. Well, actually, we had a meeting yesterday, and that was one of the top things on our meeting on tasks that we want to focus on. Wow. So one of the things that was actually brought up is, as we know, schools hire nurses, correct? Correct. As we know, what are nurses? Healthcare providers. What are athletic trainers? Healthcare, Healthcare providers. providers. So yes. why is it that as an athletic trainer, I have to have a teacher certification in order to get hired? Agreed. Or something like that, whereas a school nurse, your certification speaks for itself. So that's one thing that we are trying to be more strategic with bringing to the light. I feel like those involved know that. 
but I feel like we have to do a better job of advocating for ourselves and advocating for our profession in regards to, hey, we're healthcare providers as well. On our campuses. On our campuses. And that doesn't just start with TSATA. If you don't advocate for yourself as a person, there's no way you can advocate for the profession. So in mm-hmm. your schools, you have to let it be known. I am a healthcare provider. I shouldn't have to have a teaching certificate or whatever the case is. We have to advocate for yourself. That way, when we're going and advocating to these people that hold multiple roles, it's not something that they never heard before. Exactly. They heard it before. It's already food for thought. It's on their agendas. It's on their radars. Exactly. So well, that our is goal astonishing. is to get on the essential list. Well, I'm glad to hear I'm not a solo soapbox. No. That, that was that was a cool little feather in my cap. I, I'm yeah. glad to hear I wasn't alone, but also I guess it wasn't my idea at all. So that's even better that we're thinking as a unit. And uh, for sure. th- that that is astonishing. I'm happy to hear that that is on the agenda for TSATA. Um uh, I um, I don't really have anything else to say. I don't know if you have any closing remarks uh, as we kind of go ahead and wind it down. Uh, we'll pass it down to Jeremy, but to give you one more okay. chance, you got anything else? I'll just say please support your local organization, especially your state association, because your state association is your boots on the ground. And then we work with our regional organization with resources to get things done. We all have to work together, NATA, SWATA, TSATA. Mm. We are all one unit with one goal, and that's to advance this profession in general. Agreed. So we have to work together. We have to be open to new ideas, and we have to be willing to fight the fight. So with the bill that we passed, it wasn't a one-year deal. This is something that has been in the making for, I believe, about six years. And oh. then the relationships that were in the rooms that I witnessed, like Dennis Hart, one of the representatives was like, man, thank you for being around for over 30 years. Those things matter. Matter. So we have to mm-hmm. be involved. We have to keep showing ourselves at um, the Capitol with our legislators. You need to talk to your senator. You need to talk to your House of Representatives. Don't let it just be when we need something. We're reaching, We're out. reaching out. Just say, hey, how are you doing? I'm an athletic trainer. Just want to touch base with you. If there's ever anything that you need, which you don't know what that could be, you know. Let me know. Let me know. They yep. may want you to help Networking, get the word out about something else relationships it's very important to push relationships you have to be a perfectionist at it yes and and i i'd be uh reluctant not to pronounce or to state for the listeners that your nata membership if you are a certified member and you're a certified listener does have a trickle-down effect so whether you are local here in texas or you're local into other districts your nata membership that sole fine number that you pay for at the end of each year that renews and then you have till february whatever all the pacifics will is a large lump sum where a portion goes to NATA. Mm-hmm. That portion is then trickled down to your district and then based off di- district guidelines and such most of the time, and regardless of the proportion, some yeah. of that is kept at the district and some of that is trickled down to the states. So I can mm-hmm. speak to SWATA specifically that uh, that is exactly how it goes. We get a portion to NATA. The consumer pays NATA. That money is then given to the district, and then the district gives it to its states. So you are guaranteed membership with your NATA membership to NATA, to uh, SWATA, and to your individual state or your district uh, to stand corrected to be holistic to all. So that is something that that money trickles all the way down. So that's one avenue, but you're benefiting so many other people and advocating across the nation, across your region, and across your state. So TSATA matters. Texas has a little caveat. You can be that without that with the licensure and all that, a whole separate podcast. But um, <laughs> that, that is something that uh, be a member, find value. You get what you put in it. Membership's exactly. about advocacy. And if you have any questions about that, I'm so willing to talk about that. That is a passion of mine. And you can email me in regards to my membership role at uh, 
swata, S-W-A-T-A, member at large at gmail.com. Email me your comments, questions, concerns. My job as a member at large and your elected official in regards to my role in the region is to send that out, bring that up to the board and ask those questions. So uh, thank you so much for reminding me to say that because membership oh, yes. is so important. It, it is what thrives and funds this association and makes it successful for us to advocate, provide conventions, uh, social gatherings, and these committees that do so much work for you as an athletic trainer to advance this profession, look out for this profession, and keep athletic trainers happy and do what we can for them. So um, that, that's kind of my closing. All right. are, we, are we all good, Jeremy? Anything else for you? I will say it takes a special person to work with all those little chihuahuas called middle schoolers. So I can understand. My, my brother-in-law has done it for like 15 years and He's a special it, person. It, he has a beautiful heart. I don't know. It sound, but he's, he's a coach, so it's different. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it sounds nice, like, oh, yeah, middle school. You know, they don't have things on Saturdays, and they don't have anything during the summer. And this, yeah. But you're working with freaking middle schoolers all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so if you want to know more, reach out to, to Bree. She's already given you her contact information. Reach out to Joseph. Again, San Antonio Sports, Met, uh, Sports Medicine Methodist Group is sponsored this series here while we're live here at SWATA 2023. So reach out to them if you're in the San Antonio area, which they also have their own San Antonio Sports Medicine podcast. You can check out there. Joseph Bree, thank you so much. Dr. Lacey Harrison standing over on the background. Uh, she's the one that set this up so that we could talk yes, about the career advancement committee. And this will be sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash career advancement. Again, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash career advancement. And that is a wrap. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.